The following is brought to you by the Social Suplex Podcast Network. BWB, this is One Nation Radio. You better get it right. Rich Ladder, James Boyd came to give them life. The blackest wrestling podcast has come to kick all ass and drop it six feet if they kick it trash. Word, let me welcome y'all to something different. And if you dig it, man, you should let some friends listen. We be getting it in, that's on the regular, dude. Ravish and flow, but this shit rude. See, James don't rap, so I had to break it down. The whole network, man, we coming for the crown. Raps in the columns, I keep them both covered Making the beats too, so the listeners can bump it Hit us with the rating, yeah, I'm saying it's a five Before you hit it, talk, bob your head side to side It's One Nation Radio, and this is the beginning It's Rich, and I'm here with James It's time to listen to One this is Mike Sempervivi from WrestlingObserver.com. Check me out on Wrestling Observer Live every day. And also check out your boys, Rich and James, on One Nation Radio. Uh, this is Kenny Omega. We're listening to One Nation Radio. Check it out, guys. These guys know what's up. Big Kenny Omega fans. That's all it counts to me. Goodbye and good night. Hey. Welcome to the April 7th edition of One Nation Radio. This is Rich and I am here with James. We are in New Orleans and we are ready for WrestleMania 34. James, what's going on, man? Nothing. I'm just wondering what's up with the voice, man. You want me to try and carry this thing? You want me to do the hosting uh, situation so you can talk less? <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, I, I actually got my first hosting gig uh, doing Fuck You Mean the other week, so get I, can, I can come in and help you out if you need me to because it sounds like you need you need to get, you know, tap out or something. Oh, man. We we gonna try to thug it through, you know. Been yell, yelling loudly at these shows, and uh, joining us from keeping it strong style today. Uh, it's been a while since he's been on the program, but we're glad to have him back, Mister Jeremy Donovan. Jeremy, what's going on, bro? Man, um, just great. It's been an awesome weekend of wrestling. <clears throat> Seeing so much great stuff, man. I'm just really excited about uh, the wrestling stuff we're gonna be seeing this weekend. Yeah, man. Um, so obviously, the big the reason we're here, WrestleMania 34. Um, we promised you that we would get this preview done. It's coming a little late, but it will be on time. You have plenty of time to listen to it before uh, WrestleMania actually happens. We will be coming back with another show um, about the things that we kind of did in New Orleans. I also have plenty of video which I'll be uploading and making like kind of a uh, four part series or whatever. Maybe too much video. Yeah, maybe too much <laughs> fans. Yeah, <laughs> you know. You know, putting it out there in these streets, but, um, <laughs> you know, um, let's get it started. Uh, we'll start with the uh, main event, uh, the title match for the Universal Championship, uh, Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Um, it's time for Brock to bow down like the West Side Connection and uh, <laughs> hand the belt over to Roman Reigns. What, what have you guys thought about the build and um, who do you guys think is going to win, Jeremy? So, the build, <clears throat> it's it's probably been better than the, the WrestleMania 31 match, but at the same time, it's still not that great. They're trying so desperately to get uh, sympathy <laughs> for Roman Reigns and making this sympathetic baby face and you know to really make us sad and be on his side because Brock is destroying him and all. It's like, dude, we know the deal. You want to coordinate him again. You know, you want to make him the man, the face of the company. Just do it. Like, have him, like, like you mentioned this a couple times on One Nation Radio, Roman should have been whooping Brock's ass, especially the last draw. Like Roman should have run it and let's beat Brock Lesnar's ass and 
made it look like he had a chance. We got a church man cussing out here, Vince. Right, we have right, a church man cussing right. out here. You see what you've done <laughs> with Roman Reigns? This is unbelievable. <laughs> like, here's the thing, man. Like, if, if they really want to get fans behind Roman, he's got to be physical. He's got to be aggressive. This whole empathetic come from behind thing is not gonna, it's not going to work. And they haven't learned anything. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's probably going to be a great match. They could have done better with the build. We know Brock is going to UFC. Like, put the belt on Roman. Let's let's move on. Like, yeah, let's get it. We've been stuck in the same cycle for what, like four, Three five, years. four years, years. Like, yes. just, let's. You can't move forward. Dave Chappelle would say, "Wrap it up." <laughs> James, what have you um, thought about this? And also from Lesnar's end, like, uh, you know, that take on it. Yeah, uh, I definitely agree with with Rance that. I said Rance. Ah, oh my God. Um, I definitely agree with... Uh, I, mean, I, agree, I agree with Rance, too, as far as, like, this is... Because we've said this, too. Like, this is so much better than um, their 2015 feud mm-hmm. um, in the build-up. Um, not, that's not really saying much, but it is something. Like, I wouldn't say this has been necessarily a bad build. I wouldn't say it's necessarily a good field. I think it's just, like, you know, adequate, you know, two-star you know two star feud on TV. Um, you would think that you want something for your top title on the biggest show of the year to be a little bit something better, but like whatever. Like you know, we this is like the best of the Roman uh, WrestleMania feud, so or made of it feud. So they actually you know, let him talk this year, unlike the last two years, right? Um, three years actually. Um, you know, they had him in in the ring with Heyman like once, I believe, during WrestleMania thirty one. Yeah. But I think um, this one has, as Jeremy said, it's been kind of blatant. Uh, you know, and what they want us to do, yeah. rather than just like making it like excellence versus excellence. Who's who's going to come out on top? And you know, that might be the case for some of the other matches on the card. So maybe that's why they're not doing it here. Right. But and also, this is a you know blood uh, feud, a, a rematch. So you would figure that like there would be a, you know personal animosity because one person won, one person lost, or or nobody won. You know, they both lost. They both losers. Yeah. Uh, so you figure like they you know and they, you know and both of them were kind of. Um, in part, the reason why they both ended up losing that night. So you figure like they would have a little something extra, and this whole thing has turned into pretty much about respect. Mm-hmm. It's like, I mean, cool. I the, cool. the 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 leader of the locker room, the slayer of the part timers, the just every like tired narrative like that. Um, WWE wants to position Roman as the champion of. As we mentioned, it doesn't come out, you know right under these lights and one entitled guy going against the other entitled guy yeah. or you know one boy going against the other boy and also, and, yeah and also in like one in another instance you can look at another lens you can look at it as like one guy that, that gets favorable treatment like being upset that he's not getting all the other perks that the other guy's getting it's like you sound like a, at some point you sound like a whiny to use Roman's word bitch so, yeah. careful uh, careful you know you Might got the cop, you know he has that copyrighted, patent pending, yeah, copyrighted yeah. and trademarked yeah but um that, that's also been kind of the thing where it's like, okay, like, are we going to get something physical and can he, like, get his, get, like, um, one up on Brock? And the answer's been an emphatic nope. Like, like whatever he's going to get up on him is going to be almost, like, flukish at yep. the end of, uh, end of this match to, to win the title. So I was like, oh, so I like, guess bro, they should be, match, like, you know? I, if, if you had to choose between either a two-minute squash for Roman Reigns winning or, like, a 20-minute match, which one would you guys do? Can I get that 29 down to 15? Sure. i take a 15-minute yeah, match. match. I would have Roman... Sounds like death. I would have Roman Reigns squash him 
and send him the fuck out of the company. And, you know, Lesnar is like, as long as you pay my check, I'll do whatever. So, start the Roman well, Empire. I mean, he did that for Goldberg, but he knew he was getting that win back. Right. right. Like, well, unless, gonna, unless he gonna come get his, unless he gonna come to SummerSlam and get that win back, I don't see you really having. They it. could do like a five minute classic like they did with Brock and Goldberg last year. They could, you know, they, you know, Goldberg and, no, and, this and Roman be. both have the same move. Right? Yeah. So, um, all I gotta say, this match better not start off with no lock, lock up. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, bro. Like the bell needs to ring, and Roman should like spear him immediately at, as as the bell rings. They or, should both be charging each other, whatever right, happens. Superman Run it. or something. Or like Brock F5 him as soon as the bell rings or something. Like. Yeah, it's, it's got to be. A, Damn, I mean, that kind of happened in the first match. It did. Yeah. Like, he F5'd him in like, inside of a minute, right? I think they like should They should really look at, um, you know, how they randomly announced that Roman Reigns and The Undertaker was no DQ. They need to do the same it thing sh- here. It should have been the whole thing all along. Like, right. they've been beating the hell out of each other with your, sorry, let me phrase that. Uh, Brock has been beating the hell out of Roman with a chair all this whole entire time. Like, it should be a no DQ thing. Like right. there was handcuffs involved. Like still yeah. steps involved. Like this should have definitely been that kind of match. And should this and go on last? Should this go on last? You guys think? Uh, well, one thing on James' point about the no DQ, like the last Raw, that should have been the whole story. Like Angle can't control these guys. He should be like, you know what? I can't control you guys. Like you keep your one to his throats out. Like we're gonna let you. No DQ. Like false count. Like everything goes. Like we do, we do what you want. Yeah, run it. Yeah. Yeah, but should it be the main event? I mean, personally, for me, I would prefer you know AJ Styles and Nakamura to close the show. I know that's not going to happen, but I mean, at this point, it's like they want Roman to be the main event every year. Like we know what's going to happen. I'm not going to get mad about it. Like just do it, put the belt on him, and like yeah. right, let, let him have their little match. You right. know, at the yeah, end of the show, little, yeah. yeah. And everybody, something something I want to mention. Um, we've been in New Orleans since Thursday. It is Saturday yeah. morning. I have not seen a Roman Reigns shirt anywhere yet yeah, in we, New Orleans. We've seen. We've been on the French three Quarter. Three Matt Hardy more of lawn shirts, and still no Roman shirts. We've seen gender shirts. Yeah, like I was on the I was on the cater uh, by ca- uh, going by Cafe Dumont, um, trying to pick up some beignets and that line long as hell. But that's another story. Saw somebody walk by wearing a, a General Hall Maharaja t-shirt. Yeah, we talked to a guy wearing one yesterday. Yeah. He told us that WWE was so bad, had been so bad to him that he popped for them putting the belt on General Hall. And it was like this company has gone, had, had put itself <coughs> in such a weird position last year that that was what made him happy. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it, he was like, I know he's not, like, good or anything like that. Like, he <laughs> I know he's like, not good or anything. So he, he was like, I just decided to buy the shirt and just, you know, decision to play along. Like, something different. I was surprised. Like, I was happy wrestling could surprise me again. Yeah. Brother Fresh Air. Yeah. He didn't go that far. Like, <laughs> Brother Fresh Air, like, yeah. Fresh sewage. Yeah, fresh right. sewage. Um, but, yeah, man, um... Yeah, they can just go ahead and, and get it out of the way. Um, but the next match I want to talk about is AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, WWE just recently released a 37-minute documentary on Nakamura uh, that was quite excellent. It's on WWE.com. It's called WWE Chronicles. Um, from there, they told the story of Nakamura from the 91 Royal Rumble. He came back through the curtain with uh, Cena congratulating him as well as Triple H. And they took him took you over the next three months. They went through Fastlane, him talking about Rusev, uh, basically all his background in Japan, his fighting style, uh, his, you know, uh, how he studied Michael Jackson's movements. And he says uh, Michael George, or Jackson was essentially a karate master with, you know, 
the way he danced, like you could tell, like mm-hmm. it was a lot of like similarities, things like that. Um, he talked about AJ Styles. Did he mention that like maybe quite possibly the chance that Jim Kelly could have been the king of pop or no? No, <laughs> no, he did not. Okay, just wondering. Maybe someone lost the translation. I was just seeing. All right. Yeah, man. Uh, Jeremy, have you ever heard of Jim Kelly? No. Oh not, my and god. I don't mean the Bills quarterback. I mean like. What was it Enter the Dragon he was in? He was in Enter the Dragon, <laughs> yep. Yeah, the black dude in Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee, with the afro. Okay, well, oh, man. We'll we, we, we got to show yeah. you some clips. So, um, uh, let's just say Jim, Jim Kelly wasn't taking no shit, even from the cops. Um, <laughs> like, in, a, in, a, in a world of shaft, there's Jim Kelly out here whooping people's ass same way except with with, uh, with the martial arts. Yes. With the, yeah. Yes. You know, where are you going, Jig? And then, you know, uh, but... You guys can look that up. Uh, you know, <laughs> uh, Jeremy, what this is, uh, you know, Jeremy is the host of Keeping It Strong Style, and he, like, you know, he and Josh are the best, for my money, the best New Japan podcast on the internet. They're growing rapidly. I'm so proud of these guys. Um, what, you know, Enough putting them over, and I asked some questions. Yeah, so. <laughs> And then you ruined the, you ruined the, the, the whole uh narrative that I thought it was where like you're the baby face and Josh is the hill. Now you're like, you know what? I've been Josh hanging around this, uh, look, I've been hanging around this this, yes. this ass head. Like right. yes. Look at Sami Zayn. Yeah, he's yeah. he's been corrupted, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah. corrupted. Um but yeah, this is a rematch of Wrestle Kingdom ten, which we all watch together. Um so, what do you think? Have they done enough in this build? Did they do enough at the last minute to kind of like uh, bring it for you? Did seeing that piece of documentary um, bring it a little bit more in perspective for you? Or is this just going to be fucking awesome and we don't have to worry about any of that shit? Uh, I mean, personally, I mean, just, just after watching the first match, I mean, I, I've been watching AJ Styles since 2002-2003, Ring of Honor TNA. Um, just doing what he can do and then watching Nakamura the last few years. Like, this match is going to be incredible. We saw what they did at Wrestle Kingdom. I mean, they could have done nothing for this whole build, and I would have been fine with it, but... They almost did. I mean, it, it, right. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, for a couple weeks there. Yeah, I mean, because for, I guess, quote-unquote, <clears throat> casual WWE fans, it might not have been enough of a build if they haven't, you know, really seen these guys wrestle or know why the hype is. Um, but I think the last couple of weeks, there were some good interactions between AJ and Nakamura and the whole teasing of the Kinshasa, teasing of the Phenomenal Forearm, and Nakamura just kind of built, playing up on, you know, AJ, you're like too emotional. Mm-hmm. So I think that was cool. And then we were watching the documentary before we started recording, and I wish that was something they could, they could show on TV or, like, clips of it, because it really gives you a good, like, great backstory on Nakamura and uh, him experiencing the United States and, you know, just how excited he is for being in this championship match. So it's like this man been waiting on his whole life for this shit. Like the way, right. uh, the way I interpreted it. Yeah. Um, James, what what are your expect- expectations for this match? And do you think this is like the most anticipated match in like how long at WrestleMania? Yikes! Um, most anticipated. I think I don't know, man. I think. Well, the one that really sticks out from what I can tell from um, the fandom um, that was around at the time was like Sean and Undertaker twenty five having that having finally having like a match or a big time match at WrestleMania um, before it was you know before it was too late. Um, I mean, Rock Cena was was huge. I mean, the Dead Hard Man not been as into it, but like you look at that box office. I would say I would say the first Rock Cena. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. E- like even no, no one means numbers. Yeah. No one means twice in a lifetime, right? Yeah, yeah. twice in a lifetime, just like. 
Yeah. I pretend that I, pre- I actually I pretend WrestleMania 29 didn't exist. Not, WrestleMania 29 has been deleted. Deleted. Oh, yeah. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> throw the whole show away. Uh, like. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. As far as um, my thoughts on the build, like it was short, but it was sweet. Like um, they, you know. I felt like they waited and waited and waited, and I'm thinking, like, what the hell's going on? Are you just going to go in on, you know, the respect thing? There's not, no, nobody's going to, like, you know, you know, tease, like, somebody may possibly turn or, like, no, give, like give me a twist or whatever else. Like, they just going to go out there and just basically do an exhibition match for a world title. I mean, it's been done before, but given where we are with this view, we're like, if we're just going brand by brand, this is the, at this point, because Brian came back, this is number two um, match on brand, so... Like, you kind of were wearing, like, where's the, you know, where is it? Yeah. And then, and quick, like, it, it 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 turned in a hurry. And it got really good really quick. And, um, you know, uh, I said, I, props to WWE because, like, it came out of nowhere. It was unexpected. Because Before those last two weeks, it was, like, people, in grave I was, danger. I was concerned because, like, you know, it's, it's one thing for us to know everything about Nakamura as far as, like, what he brings to the table. As far as, um... A showcase match like this, but it's nothing more for somebody that's not really a smart fan or doesn't never watched New Japan or whatever else, never got into it, just only has watched them since hell, NXT, or maybe if you haven't watched, maybe if you don't even watch NXT, it's even worse because it's like you saw this dude, you see all the hype, you hear the, the huge car reaction, but you don't see what the big deal is about. And it's kind of like sort of what, <clears throat> what sort of what Oscar was until she started getting in these matches after World Rumble, and you're like, oh. You 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 understand yeah, you it, but you never really saw that with with I'm not going for a long time, and, to, and then he wins the rumble, and then like you see against Rusev, and like you know when he's fighting um, Gable and yeah. stuff. So like I feel like for just a run where like you throw out the part where like he really didn't wasn't used all that well um, in the summer and the fall, yeah. And you just look at from the time he won the rumble to now. I think you have a pretty good idea. And, like, when you throw in this feud, you're thinking, like, you know, regardless of whoever wins, like, I still, you're still going like, to end up liking both of these guys. And they, I think they're going to, you know, I think they're going to tear the house down. And good luck, Brock and, or Brock and Rousey and, and Roman and Triple H and whoever else goes on before them. Or, cause, so, you, do you think they're going to try to sabotage these guys? Is that uh, in play? Like, like yeah, we're going to give you all 16 minutes. Go out there and with entrances. Hollow. Nah. I mean, I think where we're at now, the current state of how pay-per-view is done, there's there's no time restraints. I mean, they have the network. We saw I was there last year. I mean, it <laughs> went till midnight. They ain't got no problem running right. run up the score. Right. So, I mean, the shows can go as long as possible. There's <clears> absolutely <throat> no reason why these guys can't get 25, 25 minutes. or 30 minutes to, you know, do what they do best. Um, and I, I mean, I, I think Vince knows, like, this is what you know. The hardcores want. Just let them do it. You know, find a spot. I don't know where they're going to be positioned in the card, but give them a spot. Give them 25, 30 minutes, and just let them run it. Yeah. Um, who who you guys think is going to win? So I've been kind of conflicted on this because I mean, I think the right who should win is Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, I mean, like James mentioned, you know, he was so slow in the fall and summer. It's like. We gotta like heat heat him up, man. Like with the belt. A loss would kill this man, essentially. Right. Like seriously, yeah. if he loses, it's like, dude, just 
Like, G1's coming up. Like, let's go back to Japan. Damn. Get, get ready for the G1. Like, if he loses, he needs to get pulled. I feel like if he loses, he needs to get pulled into something big. Like, after he loses, like, okay, you took your loss slot. Now, like, you fight Finn Balor or something like that. Right. Or you fight, like, um... Yeah, immediately. Yeah. But, um, but, uh, I, I think I think Styles is going to end up uh, losing as well. Um, they haven't really let AJ set the world on fire as champion. He's been champion about five months now. Um, and I think this is going to be, like, his thank you, essentially. He's going to probably take some time off. I feel like Styles is like injured for some reason. Um, hmm. The deal with the MCL, like he's working through injury. Now I'm not worried about AJ Styles in a big show because, as you've seen, like right. Wrestle Kingdom 10, like he he damn near went out there with a broken back and then. Look at Eddie. Even even like back in like TNA <clears throat> pay per view, like AJ Styles always had the best match on the night. I mean. Yeah. When it comes to pay-per-view, whether it's TNA, New Japan, WWE, <clears throat> AJ Styles is going to put the boots on, and he's going to perform, and he's going to give you a classic. Yeah, man. Um, James, who, who, who you got? I Honestly, I want to say not for more, just so that I can see, like, knowing how WWE is, like, I want to see the immediate rematch and see, like, them have three matches like of that kind of caliber. Yeah. But... You know, given what's going to happen with the roster uh, turnover or whatever else coming soon, or seemingly uh, seeming to come coming soon after this, I think maybe AJ holds on to it, and then like they bring a new challenger in, and then someone else comes in for uh, to challenge Nakamura. Maybe Nakamura goes to Raw and challenges Roman. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but I, um, I, I'm just. It was really weird because for so long it was like this WWE match, like the build isn't matching the hype. And then in the span of like literally two weeks, like it got really damn close. And um, I'm excited. Like I, I feel like they've done a really good job with this with with this card on paper. And generally speaking, the, the build has been pretty good for the whole entire uh, run up to WrestleMania. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, there's obviously there's all, nothing's perfect. Right, especially when you know three hours of television every single week. But right, um, I feel like this is one of the better jobs they've done since we've been back. Um, so the other match I want to talk about um, is you know obviously all the rest of them. But um, Daniel Bryan is making his return uh, after three years. He's fucking back. <laughs> He's ready to take these bumps. He's ready to unleash the yes kicks. He's ready to hit folks with the knee. Um, he's teaming with Shane McMahon. They're against Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. If Zayn and Owens win, they will be rehired to SmackDown. So I feel like they're kind of telegraphing the result there. Um, the only question is, are these idiots stupid enough to try to turn down Brian Hill? I, I don't. I don't think Brian's the one turning heel here. If I mean, if they do that, I mean. That's just completely ridiculous. Shouts out to my man Kyle who who birthed the uh, nickname of for Shane and man Cocaine Shane. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, Cocaine Shane's gonna take a bump and he's gonna turn a heel on uh, Brian. I mean, it's, I think it's been so obvious they've kind of had their differences in opinions running SmackDown and this whole feud with Owens and Shane. I think you know Shane's gonna be like, you know, I turned on you because you wouldn't let me do what I want to do with these guys. So now now I'm gonna be their guy yep. and like. Make your life living hell. Never yep. mind the pet. We're like the whole thing is about you know this dude 
raw headbutted your your father, and then like the other dude like let you you know seemingly fall to your fucking death. <laughs> but it's all but it's all good because you want to control of a fucking company. You, you new shit. I, New shit. Like if he, if, if he turns a heel and that's the way he explains it, like I want his, I I, I really truly truly want his uh like his heel like explanation. Like, no, I want his heel like persona to be called white privilege because that is ridiculous. <laughs> like real things happen to you, it doesn't affect you, it, it doesn't affect your slightest. Something something that minuscule, like you're that fragile, really. Yeah, yeah man, shame, man, fragile as fuck. Yeah. Um, Daniel Bryan heel turn would be literally burning money. Well, first of all, I don't think people are going. to Really gonna boo him first of all. Correct. No boom for Daniel Bryan. And also how stupid the whole turn would be. Like that's aces and eight yeah, shit. Billy Ray. Like, I, turn. I mean, there's so much money to make with Daniel Bryan baby face. Like, yeah, man. Do I, I don't think it's gonna happen. I just had to mention it, but I, I'm pretty sure Shane Man's gonna be the one turning. But um, yeah. I don't know. Or they could just like you know do the match and have Shane Man take the pin. You know, how about that? Cool. Like. um you know, that would be cool. Like he loses, and like he, and then like you show up in the next uh, SmackDown, he's gone. That'd be really. That'd cool. be awesome. <laughs> That'd be cool. Like, um, so Daniel Bryan can still feud with these guys. He's gone. They bring in a new person, or whatever else, or he's you know typical on temporary hiatus. That'd, yeah. that'd be cool. They bring yeah. in J E double. Oh shit! J A double R E double T. Oh my god! All right, on second thought, break Shane. On second thought, break Shane back. I'll just be with Shane rather than Jeff Jarrett. Shane back. Y'all know King of the Mountain. Look, at least SmackDown. Nah, because at least Shane's over people. Good God! I can't explain. At least Shane's over people. Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett never been over with a damn thing. Um, what does he's it mean over, to see? Uh, he's over with the boys and to, no, use, shit. to, to use lingo. He's only ever over with the boys and the people backstage. Unbelievable. Uh, Daniel Bryan's return, uh, obviously, is to the Superdome where he won the WWE World Heavyweight Championship at WrestleMania 30. What does his, um, you know, his return like mean to you guys personally? And you know, going forward. How do you? How big of a role do you think this match is going to play in that? Well, for me, like everybody knows, I'm a Shawn Michaels mark, and you know I followed Shawn kind of after the the back uh, injury and these guys he was training. And that's when I first learned about like Daniel Bryan and uh, you know Bryan Kendrick and Paul London. So I've been watching Daniel Bryan for a long time and watch his whole run in Ring of Honor and then coming up to WWE. And he's been one of my favorite wrestlers for a long time now. So. It was just great to finally see that, you know, he was able to be clear that he's healthy enough to be dropped on his head. Uh, <laughs> and, Bumps. And he can do what he loves to do. So I think it's really great for him. And just, I think it's going to, I'm kind of expecting like a Shawn Michaels, like second part run. Yeah. Um, and hopefully he gets, he gets a second, like long run here. And I think, you know, what's the second part of your question? Uh, what, is it? Uh, what, what do you think this match is going to, like, have it, like, how would this match impact uh, that run going forward? Yeah, I mean, I think this is going to be the catalyst of just more great matches. Because obviously this whole Owens and Zayn feud is probably going to continue. Continue. I and I I really think that it should be Sami Zayn and Daniel Bryan next month, like, and his official, like, singles return. Yeah. I mean, run, you can run Bryan versus Zayn or... Brian versus Owens, and let's have him, you know, run these guys. And it'd be even cool if they could find somebody else from like Ring of Honor 
to help him like fight these dudes and you have like, this Ring of Honor battle. Like, bring Austin Aries back or something. You run this like mm-hmm. Ring of Honor battle. Call her Roger Strong. Do yeah. something. Do yeah, some yeah. shit like switch, that. Switch Roddy from uh, NXT. Yeah, put Roddy on SmackDown. <clears throat> have those, help, help them fight those dudes. But yeah. James, is, uh, is Jordan back? <laughs> I mean, it kind of feels that way. I mean, but obviously... We, we don't mean it as far as, like, he's the greatest of all time. We mean as far as, like, he was a guy that left while he was still the best, and there's still time for him to come back and reclaim that. And you don't really – and you throw in the bat, like, you had this thing that you loved, and it was gone from you, and, like, you miss it, and now, like, it's back, and you're kind of, like, so appreciated, so appreciative that you have it back in your life, and you get to enjoy this. Like, and this happened to me a, a few times. Like, I was young. Like, I had, like – you know, I was younger. I had the Jordan when he came back thing. And then, like, with me, I kind of had, like, Ray Mom's favorite athlete all the time. Like, that last Oakland year was like, yo, this is over. Like, mm-hmm. this thing where, like, you know, you're watching a game. You're watching an NFL game. And all of a sudden, they go to a game break. And they say, like, you know, um, we're back in Minnesota. Or we're back in Oakland. Or, we're, you know, we're in Chicago. And all of a sudden, there's a or Lambeau. And there's a gigantic 50-yard bomb. And he's just. You know, that sort of thing is like, you see and that, your whole living room changes for like 15 seconds. You see that graphic where it's like three receptions, 184 yards, two touchdowns, or something well, like that. Well, the real, well, it was more, yeah, that's like, that's kind of like the Dallas stat line, like on the Thanksgiving yeah. game. Um, but yeah, it's just like you, and then you see like, and then like the first, the very first game I remember with the, that Randy Moss situation, I'll, and I will get back to the April, I think. The first one was like, I'm watching the game, like, because you know he actually missed um, that spring trade or spring or preseason with a mm-hmm. hamstring thing. You're like, I don't know, I don't know. And then like it was first quarter, um, they're playing the Jets. They're in um, they're in uh, the old Jet Stadium. Yeah. Runs by all of a sudden Brady hawks his ball like 50 yards down the field. And all of a sudden running, you see Brady like ran across the field across three people's faces. And you're like, oh my god, like this is. And you're like. Is it back or is this a flash? And then like yeah. the keep, we see coming, you're like oh my god, this is, I can't believe this, this is back. Is in my, this. I can't believe this is back in my life. I'm so happy. I thought it was something like forever gone. Like I feel like I have a part of like my past back, and it's enjoyable. And like that's that, that's like the feeling I have with Daniel Bryan, especially how good um, this build has been since he's been cleared. So like you know, I'll, I'll deal with the, I'll do. I'll put up with a lot of stuff. I'll put up with the shame thing. I'll put up yeah. like. I don't want to say it was worth it, but like the six months of them killing SmackDown, it's almost like it was worth it now. Oh my God. <laughs> just, just like seriously, if you say it like, look, SmackDown is going to be awful for six months, but if I told you this, like eight months ago, uh-huh. SmackDown would be bad for like seven months, six months, seven months, like, but Daniel Bryan's be back. You would have said that. You would have said that trade off. You would I have. Know. Yeah, yeah. Even though, like, you know, we, we, you know, obviously we didn't know what, at the time that's what was leading right. to. Like, hell, maybe there's a chance that even they didn't know what that was leading to. You know, yeah, right. Yeah. But this is conspiracy. This is, but you know, this is where we're at, and you know, we, you know, we got. It, they always say it always gets dark before dawn. So, and <laughs> 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 the shit looks real bright. Yeah, about to come. So, I'm so happy. So, so all this means is like you know they're gonna have a good year and then have a down year for WrestleMania next year, right? Oh lord! Gosh. 
You know, they, they, they like to fucking flip flop back and forth. Even, I'm not even thinking about next year. Right Good now. God. We get to it when we get to yeah. it. Let's cut through this. Yeah, so I man, wish they so, would have another bad WrestleMania in, uh, in New York, Jersey. Again. Oh, my God. I wish they would. Uh, but, yeah, man, uh, I think, uh, you know, Owens and Zayn are winning. Uh, I don't really think that's too, too controversial or anything. I mean, they could do the whole okie doke where, oh yeah, they they lost, so then like they go to and raw. Then the authority hire them or whatever. Like we almost thought was going to happen with um with AJ Styles and with and if you were Roman and with um who and, and Seth, where we thought they were going to flip flopped, yeah, but they end up not you know doing it. We like we're going to trade each other's problems off to our you know, our, right. you know, our siblings. Can we, can we trade Seth Rollins for Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn? I mean. Here's the thing, like, so are you turning? Are you gonna? I would, I would love to see that, right? Because in the mix of like Seth Rollins and then Nakamura and then um, AJ and Brian, yeah. But somebody got to play be a top. Somebody got to right? turn. Somebody got to be a top hill, right? Like, I mean, hopefully, hopefully they do that. Hopefully they decide to like make the Maharaja. Uh, the U.S. champion, so yeah. stay the fuck stay away, the fuck away from stay all these. Stay the fuck away, yes. from, yeah. Like you stay on this mid card here, here Randy Orton, you turn heel like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I be down with that, but um, look, I need I need assurances look, first. Look, <laughs> you know the other top heel options on SmackDown: Mojo, oh my God. Baron Corbin. Oh my God! Yeah, SmackDown definitely like they need a good wrestling heel. Yeah, yeah. Not just a dude and, and that, not, just, and not that just, a group, just sucks. And not a group of guys that are awesome, but, like, y'all beat, like, drums. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. Um, so, the next match I want to talk about is Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey versus Triple H and Stephanie McMahon in the mixed tag team match. Um, now, this has been um, been going on. Essentially, Ronda Rousey showed up at the Royal Rumble, mm-hmm. signed the contract the following month at Fastlane. You guys all saw it. Put Triple H through the table. She, in turn, um, on the go-home show was put through the table by Stephanie McMahon for some fucking reason. Um, Stephanie had to get some. Good God. Um, some. Like, if she's going to lose, you got to get some, right? I guess Stephanie over, pal. Yeah, uh, apparently. Uh, how we know she's going to lose? I mean, have, have you seen these authority that, propaganda? That's a, that's a great point. That like, is a great point. Like they they beat they beat fucking Sting with Triple H. Yeah, yeah. and Kurt Angle's in the match. And what does Kurt Angle do for Triple H? Always jobs, <laughs> lots of. They even mentioned it. That made it even worse. I'm like, damn. Bro. Yeah, I'm beat. I'm beat Kurt Angle my whole career. <laughs> bro, like if they if, if they fuck around and like, dude, I wouldn't put a pass on fucking. But like, you know, I already said this. Like, they win this match. I'm fucking done. Yeah, but um. Look, but Triple H, pedigree, one, two, three. After the match, Stephanie McMahon and Ronda, where do you think you're going? And then WrestleMania moments, in air quotes. Right. Yeah, take, take a L, but you still broke her arm. Cool. Yep. Right. You're fucking loser. Yep. Like, you spent all this money to bring this to bring this person in, and you're going to beat them off rip, Like even though you want to make them a star. But then again, remember, WWE's a one-star. They just want a brand. So, yeah, you know, that's how that's how we end up getting the 50-50 booking. That's how we end up getting motherfuckers getting face and heel turn, and all the heels are overrunning the company, and we don't have the star faces. <laughs> they want the brand to be the thing that, that, that draws, not the, not the actual people. Um, unless unless it's like somebody they actually want to push at that time and from like the attitude there and then they'll come with a suit saying he actually is star like okay gotcha yeah oh yeah Goldberg and Goldberg Lesnar are two superstars like all the tickets were sold to that Survivor Series way before then yeah fuck y'all talking and about they, and look and people peep game on that Kevin Owens said that shit yes. he knew it was up yeah. so uh, Alright. Jeremy, what have you thought about um th- this whole build back and forth? Were there any weak moments um that you that you saw? Were there any strong moments that you saw? Anything that kind of just took you out of it or 
Uh, oh, and we also have to talk about uh, that rising judo block that Rousey oh fucking god. does. Oh my god! Um, I mean, overall, I mean they've done a pretty good job building this feud up. Um, all the interlock- <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Oh I'm sorry. Hey, yeah, sorry. Yeah, just for, just for people that uh, so they know I just, that outburst just happened. Rich is out here doing mock uh, judo rising blocks, and, and it looks like and it looks like if anybody has watched has ever watched Dragon Ball Z, like when the people block somebody, you know they're far more powerful than someone else. They just catch their shit out of the sky. And, yeah, yeah, it's like that, or yeah. So he's just, he's just like you know, he, he had to do it. He yep. had to ruin the show, derail the show. Yep. Uh, well, punish, punish the show. Yes, yes. punish, punish the, show. the show. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh man! Oh my gosh! But um, I mean, I really didn't, I don't think there were too many weak parts in this um, in this build for this match. I mean, they did have the whole uh, hiccup where they said that Ronda was going to be on Raw every yeah. week, and then she missed what she what was one Raw. She missed one Raw. Raw. She was one episode of Raw. Or, well, they did one the second week. She did like a dark segment, though, right? Um, no, she missed one week. And in that week, she just wasn't on TV, but she did a dark segment that week. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry for yeah, confusion, but yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, besides, uh, for the most part, it's been good. And like James was saying, Stephanie had to get some kind of heat on Ronda. Uh, and I mean, Triple H, I mean, uh, Kurt and Ronda should be getting the win here. I mean, that would make the most sense. Like you guys saying, you know, if they paid all this money to bring Ronda in, she's a superstar. Like keep that mystique up, like, have her, you know, get her win at WrestleMania, I mean, you know, have her, you know, tap out Triple H if they don't want to, you know, beat Stephanie, uh, for whatever reason, you know, have her put the on bar Triple H and Triple H tap out. They are, um, I, I hope Ronda Rousey's good. I hope she's good. Well, because if she not... How, how about this? Maybe she is, maybe she isn't good. However, do you think she's better than Stephanie? I would hope. You will hope you don't think she's better than Stephanie already. I mean, what do I have to go by? You know, um, like, I mean, like she knows how she can take. Tapes. A, well, she can take a strike and also. Oh, let me go ahead. Say your little joke after I said that. Go ahead. Oh yeah, uh, you know, do we have? She can take a definite. She can take a work strike. How about that? Jackass. <laughs> I knew, I knew you I know. Yeah, anyway, you know, maybe she can take a strike. She what? just can't take several of them, <laughs> or a foot to the right. face. Oh apparently, she can't take a super kick. Yeah, like I, I, yeah, no super super kicks allowed. We know how Ronda Rousey deals with defeat. You know, as Stephanie said, I like that line. Defeat and defeat. Yes, yes. <laughs> but um, can I can I say my point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You there? Y'all really, y'all really just don't really want to like her. Y'all, y'all, try, y'all try so hard not to like her. It's no, terrible. I, I don't have a problem with Ronda whatsoever. Oh, so you just getting down with him with little jokes. Just want the jokes? Okay. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God. I'm fine. I want to laugh at you. I want to laugh, too, but it's like, look, look, man. Look, man, I'm not about to just sit up here while people uh, come up with these scenarios and bend over backwards and hand her the next five WrestleMania main events where we haven't seen a match I'm, like, I'm at all. Even, like, think, I'm not even sure she's going to get a WrestleMania event. This like, might be can, it. Can we, yeah, can we, like... You know, chill out on that. Like, can we like at least see what they do after the Stephanie thing that, first? I, I think that's what I'm saying. Okay, all right. Yeah, like my whole thing is like I. But here's the thing. Honestly, I desperately want her to be good. 
like desperately. Like mm-hmm. we need, and I said this to you before. Like we need more Charlottes. We need more Bianca Belairs. We need more Ronda Rousey. People with legitimate athletic backgrounds that are, you know that can really get this thing done with um, with the proper you know with, with, with want to and with you know experience can actually like really perform at a high level because of their athleticism. Like that's what they all. That's what they always done with um in WWE with. Um, with their male division, as far as bringing in talent, or it was Angle, or it was Mark Henry, or whatever else, and like, like I said, eventually, if you stick around long enough and you give a shit, you can't get good at this. Angle yeah. did it, in, did it in like seemingly like hit hit the ground running with it. It took Mark Henry longer, but eventually he got good at this shit too. Mm-hmm. So, like, I want that for the women's division too. I I, like, I want to get as far away from that Kelly Kelly era as possible. I want I want the antithesis you know, of we, that. We we got a lot of bliss around now, bro. Like so, you know, it's always going to be a little I, bit. I want to say this: lots of bliss is way better than Kelly Kelly ever was. Oh yes, absolutely. I give you that. No one like I, look. There's not like. I, I I've said a lot of things about wishing that Alexa Bliss was better or was put in a position to get better faster. Um, but not ever. Not once in my life I've ever thought that she was as bad as Kelly Kelly. Kelly Kelly came back in a, in a fucking match that they choreographed and went over and over and over. And she fucked everything up that she tried to do in that Royal Rumble. Uh, everything. Meanwhile, Michelle McCool comes out there and just... Dominating. Yeah. Yeah. Molly Holly. Like yeah. Nothing changed. Beth Phoenix. Still raw. Yeah. You know, Trish, perfectly fine. But Kelly Kelly, that's a whole other level of suck. So, um, so you, so final things. I, I think we think. Uh, I'll think Kurt Angle and Rousey are going to win. Um, Not only do I think they're going to win, they also <laughs> should win. And right. that's, like, that's the logical booking decision. Are you going to bring Triple H can add to uh, that number of losses? He's lost twelve matches at WrestleMania. Yeah. He yeah. should have lost more. Yeah, right. he should have only won. He should probably have won like four of them shits. So. <laughs> Um, next one I want to talk about is the match that is hovering over WrestleMania, not officially announced yet. Um, no. John Cena versus The Undertaker. Um, I think John Cena, I, I don't even know what to say about The Undertaker because I think he's like essentially worthless at this point. Um, <laughs> like, I'm not here for this 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 dead man shit. Like I'm not here for this American badass shit. I'm here for the retirement. I'm so here you, for the end. So you think he's a, he's full on Jeff, Jeff Jarrett? Can't draw a dime. <sighs> I I I mean they didn't even use him to sell the show. So you know, um, but yeah, like okay. So one guy just went to <clears throat> one guy ain't even built to be there officially. You tell me you sold more merch out there between Jeff Jarrett and Undertaker uh, for WrestleMania week for WWE. Uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Um, oh, you don't know? Okay. You know, like, like John Cena, I think has um, this has been a really weird period since Very. Survivor Series for Very. him. Uh, and if you even go back further to the Roman Reigns match, because I think that's go the, back further. They put him in the ring for SummerSlam, <clears throat> Baron fucking Corbin. Corbin. Yeah. So okay, let's start there. Um, <laughs> he forgot how far back this yes. shit should really go. <laughs> like you put him in there with Baron Corbin, who he completely embarrasses and outclasses and makes look like a bum. And Baron yeah, Corbin's Baron, career Baron. hasn't recovered since. Yes, um, he did win the United States title. He beat AJ Styles before, but I mean, we all know where he slotted. He ended up back in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal for on the pre-show, on the pre-show right where he started his career two years ago. Um, even though the pre-show wasn't the main card at that time, but it's still huge in the battle world. Um, from there, uh, Cena 
went to the Roman Reigns feud, which he completely outclassed and destroyed Roman Reigns on the mic. And it seems like he had essentially a WrestleMania build in October. He came out there and unleashed all the fire on Roman Reigns that essentially no one else was allowed to talk about the elephant in the room, the way, you know, fans really perceive things. Um, and... Let me phrase that. The way most fans really perceive things. Right. Got to put that, oh, that qualifier most. in there. Yes. Right. A lot yes. of people will pounce on you. Yeah. Hell, um, they might pounce on the fact that I said most, even though it's clearly most. Yeah. Um, so, and then him and Roman have that match, and he fu- they do that thing where they fuck off for 10 minutes at the beginning. It gets, <laughs> it gets good towards the end, but then Cena does, like, the fake retirement and the crying. and For the third time. I yeah, think. it was it was just getting really, like... People were ready to see Cena go. And it was like Cena had kind of turned a lot of people around, I think, in the previous uh, couple years. Then something happened during 2017 where they stopped being here for John Cena. And in my opinion, I think Cena has been so good for so long. Those folks were ready, ready to pull the claws right right the fuck back out the second like any type of slippage happened. Mm-hmm. After that, he fucking disappears. Shows up, um, shows for, up for Raw uh, again. Yeah. Um, on the Survivor Series match, does nothing. He literally oh, he yeah. um, he emerges to sell a new shirt, um, <laughs> like completely inconsequential. Like he may as well have been like <clears throat> Apollo Cruz. Oh my god! Literally, they yeah. they had him get pinned by um, Kurt Angle, I believe. He he even show up in the bills today. He just showed up as as Survivor. Or no, he he was on Team SmackDown. Smackdown he was yeah. Team SmackDown. Yeah, yeah just flipping back and forth, like they <clears throat> taking the free agent thing. Like it's you know he. We, yeah, we'll we'll get to that. But um, he goes to the Royal Rumble representing the old guard. It looks like, and this is where his road to WrestleMania talk essentially begins. And to me, the entire uh, build about WrestleMania, even though he's not in an advertised match right now, has been about John Cena. He's the guy that made every single domino, um, like in all the major matches, essentially aside from the Authority ones, uh, fall into place. Um, they took him as the, and I, I believe I said this on Chad's, Chad's show, they moved him around the chessboard for every situation. So, you know, it left him, uh, what's the word, kind of <clears throat> like just moving the story forward, but nothing for him. Right. Yes, like it was almost like musical chairs, where like he was basically like last person, like he was setting the table for all, setting chairs down for everybody else, and then like music stops, and then like look around, like there wasn't shit left except Undertaker. And like, <clears throat> and then what they've done with him. In this build, it feels like this dude literally is out here by himself yeah. trying to make shit work. And he's lost so much this entire time. Like, mm-hmm. lose the Royal Rumble, lose the Elimination Chamber. Um, he did get a win uh, against Finn Balor on TV. He lost to Seth Rollins. And he, but he did beat AJ, but then lost the title match. So it was like, right. what the fuck? Right. right. Like, every big moment was a scram- mad scramble to get the Royal Rumble, even though he's John fucking Cena, we'll just forget that he's John fucking Cena. He's like anybody, he's supposed to be anybody else, even though, like, okay, then why do you get a 20 minute promo and not, like, uh, Heath Slater, right? Yeah, but, yeah. But uh, he, he scrambled and scrambled and fails and fails and fails and fails, and he's left with nothing else. So he starts making, he starts all of a sudden, like, fuck it. Just like we talked about with um, Roman and, and uh, Brock about, like, he seems like no, a money dude trying to I get, hold this fucker up. Yeah, so, like, I'm trying to, like, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I, I've been one of the favorite ones and, like, I don't, and I have nothing left, so now I'm going to do everything I can to try and get what I want. Um, because I'm not getting, you know, I'm not getting daddy's attention right now. So, yeah. fuck it, fuck it. I'll fight the Undertaker. But he's retired. Never mind that. I'll fight him. I'll fight him. 
Run it. Y'all don't y'all don't want us to see y'all don't want to see us fight? Yeah, I wanna see him fight. Alright. And then like until Slade showing up. Yeah. What about your fans? Yes. Just like I think John Cena cut two two excellent promos and two like horrible promos. Yeah. Um, like the very first one where he's like he actually did the first challenge on Undertaker and like he had a crowd in the palm of his hands and the whole shit was wacky. I was like, how did he go from start here and then get all the way to here and then made it work and the crowd <laughs> loved it and they want to see the match and I'm just like, this dude is incredible. Like, this man spun pure bullshit into gold. Yeah. Um, Jeremy, would, and then, you know, that takes us to like current day. Like, the match is not announced. We, you know, feel like it is still happening. Um, what have been your thoughts on like Cena's downward spiral and also the Undertaker's like sweeping silence and him sitting out another build of a WrestleMania match? Yeah, Cena's downward spiral has been kind of weird for me because, you know, back in the day, Cena started getting up. I was one of those dudes that I desperately hated John Cena. I mean, I would go on Facebook and Twitter and talk about how much I hated Cena. I was one of those, you know, Cena sucks guys. I was so happy. When, uh, you know, he lost to Rob Van Dam. And anytime he would, you know, take an L, I'd be so Clean happy. Clean or not. Clean, yeah, I'd be so happy. Like, yes, he's going to lose. But, you know. Look, what do you mean clean, Rich? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, you know, he started finally, finally winning me over with the U.S. Challenge. Just, you know, you got to admit, like, how great he is on the mic. And, like, James mentioned, like, he gets a crowd like, in the palm of his hand. And so, it's kind of weird now. You would think, like, after hating Cena for so long, I'd be happy to see him, like, be de-emphasized, but he's such a big star. I'm like, I'm not happy to see him. It's so weird. It's like he should be in a, a main event feud with Big Build. He's still their biggest star. Yeah, he's still their biggest he, star. He, they got him doing jack shit. Why? Because we're still trying to get this dude, and we've been trying to get him for four years, over all, all the way to the top. They're like, not even that. Yeah, like, you in a way at all. We're so we're so like focused on getting this freaking dude over uh, to be like the next John Cena my next time I don't mean like is that cop cop I mean like be the next top guy that we're ignoring the fact that like the, the, the original that the top guy is still the top guy is still the top guy and like we're trying to move him out to, to put him off the patch because he wants to go and do movies from time to time because like you know he's 40 now mm-hmm. it's so weird <clears throat> like there, they, there's so they, much more going on with this like, than like, that's so much more interesting than what they're actually doing on screen. And, and I think this is an argument to, um, you know, what the actual story is behind this stuff being a lot more compelling than the real one. Because, you know, John Cena, Undertaker on paper, yeah, whatever, it's a dream match. People wanted to see it X amount of years ago. And right. Undertaker's old as fuck now. Right. And, like, that's not really the story here. It's John Cena and everything going forward because I feel like he's going to disappear after WrestleMania. He'll be back again for SummerSlam, and we'll be right back in the same position, like wondering, well, when John Cena gets himself over in a month's span of time, like as the man still, the ratings go up every time he shows up. Mm-hmm. Are y'all going to go back to John Cena and Roman Reigns again? Are you guys going to uh, have Cena putting over their generic big guys like you know, in a Baron Corbin or like a Mojo Raleigh or something like that? Or are you going to have Cena just going out there with the best wrestlers? Because if you send him out there with the best wrestlers, Cena's going to come out there and produce a good match and right. then get over with his wrestling. Because what you know is being proven in this day and age, fans want to see great wrestling matches. They watch wrestling to see wrestling. And, you know, well, you, you, can, yeah, you, you can yeah. talk, talk about, you know, entertainment value and uh, all the stuff that doesn't have to do with the ring, but like 
the reason that we're, we're showing up for these guys in masks and what is making them legends to most fans these days is the quality wrestling. And Cena will do that. Um, there have been periods where, you know, he's been kind of sloppy, but there, I think he has, he, John Cena is under more pressure right now in his career than any other top star has been at this stage in their careers. This late in the game? This late in the game. Like, still trying to, like, have one foot in, one foot out, not committing to either, still being excellent on the mic, still able to go with anyone. You know, Austin wasn't doing this. Like, Rock was out of there. Yeah, Rock just said Hogan was out of there. Yeah. People are going to learn to start appreciating John Cena, bro, eventually. Right. And it's going to take Roman Reigns for him to do it. Yeah, I mean, seemingly you can think of, like, when this started happening was the, when they decided, like, Roman's the guy. Um, we're going to hot shot him probably a year too early. Um, and we're going to move our top two stars in the company, and we're going to move them to the make hard titles. And, you know, Brian so happened to get hurt, but Cena did the whole U.S. Open Challenge run, and you start to see it even then. Where it's like He's like, I got plenty of left in the tank. I'm not done. I don't know. Like, I'm going to show y'all. I'm, I'm going to let y'all, y'all, y'all do what y'all want with him, but I'm going to be over here still producing. Yeah, like, you know, bring in Kevin Owens, make, you know, help <clears throat> make Kevin Owens to one of the um, biggest stars in today's WWE. Um, you know, give Dean Ambrose um, great matches. Uh, you know, all those guys that he AJ runs. Styles. Yeah, Russell Styles the next year. You know, and have one of the few of the year with them, one of the matches of the year, uh, both of those matches. Um, in those different years, but yeah, it's just it's, it's really weird how like how they treated that dude. The dude that like is still the still the guy. Like yep. they want to be somebody else, but it's still him. And like they don't get him, they don't have him all year long. And I understand like that. There's a reason why you don't commit to him like that. But like you got you know like you got to give him something better than this. And it's weird to say that when he's talking about like you know the Undertaker, which was like the Undertaker match WrestleMania, which was for. What, 15 years or so? Well, not 15 years. Uh, probably like, yeah, like 14 years. So it was like, 14, 13 years. So it was like a gigantic deal. Like, it was, you know, title, one of the two title matches or you fight Undertaker. Or like, those were like three big matches or whatever. Else, or, or if Undertaker wasn't a title match, like, that would be one of the three big things or whatever. And they try to come up with a fourth for WrestleMania for like, you know, damn near 15 years. And now at this point, um, it's, it's played out. Like everything has its, everything has a, a, an expiration date, and this just past due now. Yeah. Um, and you know, Undertaker. You know, at worst, my second favorite wrestler of all time. But like, nobody has been enthused. But nobody, um, nobody that I think is of rational mind has came in thinking like, given what Undertaker has showcased in these last few runs. Um, Brock Lesnar summer excluded in 2015. Um, what he can bring to the ring at this time, the fact that he's getting older and older, he keeps, you know, broken up. He's not getting healthier, even though he's going to wrestle once a year at this point. And you throw in, like, what you've seen from John Cena in the ring since taking that break. You know, like, you're thinking, like, okay, they're going to have a match. I'm not too enthused about it. Then you see the feud, and you're like, I'm not too enthused about the feud either. But, like, these are two cornerstones of this company's history of, you know, our lifetimes. 
And then you kind of, kind of, you just like, you just pretty much just shrug your shoulders in the difference. Like, I don't think it's gonna be good. I ain't been on entertained, but they're them. Yeah, so let's, let's, just out there, let's just see. Let's just see. Roll the ball out. And let's see what happens. Yeah. Um. So next match I want to get to, um, and that one ran a little long, but um, Charlotte Flair and Oscar for the SmackDown Women's Title, as well as um, Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax for the Raw Women's Title. Um, just positioning these ones against each other. I feel like Charlotte and Oscar is like the women's version of AJ and Nakamura, um, <laughs> and I think they've done even less in a sense with them. Um, I would have liked to see a little bit more. I don't know if it speaks to Charlotte's strength um, as a face uh, to cut these promos. Well, I mean, they did. They gave her one babyface promo opportunity, and I think she knocked out the park. I think it was her best promo as a babyface she's ever done. I thought, like, um, it was like the the SmackDown right after um, she challenged. Yeah, right after Fastlane. I thought thought it was great. Like, it's the first time I ever, like, found her to be actual, general, likable person as opposed to, like, she's a big face because, like, she moved to SmackDown. Yeah. Um, but, hey, like you said, like, it has been, you know, this kind of, like, in... I would have liked to see Asuka on SmackDown more. Right. I don't know. It's yeah. kind of weird, like, what she's still doing on Raw, like, having matches for Alexa Bliss. Well, I yeah. think the thing is, like, I think the, the word was, uh, maybe is that, maybe I'm misremembering this, but I think it was said that... If she is unsuccessful winning this man a title, she is still raw property. Mm. So you know, right. they are, you know, label conflicts. Yeah, that is yeah, yeah. out there making up the rules as they go. Yeah, of course, um, because it's fake. Yeah, <laughs> um, Jeremy, what what are your expectations for Charlotte and Oscar, and what do you think this will mean for like the history of like of women's wrestling? Is this the biggest women's wrestling match that they've ever done? Yeah, think about it. I mean, it pretty much is. Yeah, the biggest women's match they've done on WrestleMania. And, I mean, I'm expecting this Charlotte-Oscar match to be really, really good. I mean, we've seen what Oscar's done since she's come into NXT. Just the great matches she's had with, you know, Bayley and Ember Moon and all the girls down there in NXT. And she just showed why she's so great and why there's so much hype. And then Charlotte, you know, watching her from, like, FCW... Uh, develop into the superstar into NXT and now the main roster. Um, she's been doing phenomenal, and I mean, I still think she's miscast as a babyface. I think she uh, performs her best when she's a heel, and I think it's really easy to. She's a heel. She's a heel. Goddamn. <laughs> but I think it's really easy. It's, I think it's easier to boo her. But um, and like James said, like she became a face just because she went to SmackDown. But um, this is going to be a nice like, little babyface babyface feud. Um, and I, I'm thinking a very hard-hitting, you know, athletic match between these both ladies. And I think this is going to set the standard of what um, women's wrestling can be on the main stage of WrestleMania. Yeah, I'd agree with that because you know, I think what will be the what will be the highlight for a singles women's match would that be WrestleMania 22 between Mickey and, and Trish? Yeah. Yeah. Does anybody here think and, and that, that ain't particularly if, difficult for these two? Yeah, I'm saying like, yeah, I was gonna say like, you know, given where we've been with the women's revolution, where you know, 16 was a breakout, we're like we're gonna have a we're gonna have the you know, arguably best match on that card, in my you know, in my heart, the main event of that card. <laughs> um, and then they go the next year, they had the four way. It was a good four way, just it wasn't as good as what they did um, the year before. And then you start getting to the point where like we're gonna finally have a women's singles match. 
on the card at WrestleMania for a title and like it ain't a joke like it's actually part of the build like it's part you know I think you know I think you know we give we gave WWE a lot of shit last year for how bad they they how bad their lack of focus was on the women um but you know, you say what you want about Rousey and whatever else, but like they know good damn well they pumped all that money to they're putting all that money into her, and they're like they're damn well she got to wrestle somebody. Yeah, she got to wrestle somebody, and like they're they're building these they're building these women up the way they should have always begin with, um, in a way to actually have viable opponents for her in the future. And you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna build people and try to make them into stars, I, only thing I can say is thank you and. You know, and the, and the snide complaint would be like, "Well, it took you so fucking long," but <laughs> but like at least thank you for doing this because like that's what we need. Yeah, man. Um, on the other side of that, um, Alexa Bliss and Nia Jax are having a high school divas eras, a mean feud, girls feud, a mean yeah. girls feud, a set the women's division back style feud. Um, Nia Jax is, I think, she, this is gonna hurt to say it. I don't think she's a babyface champion at this point. Um, that's not the role I see her having a lot of success in. Uh, just and obviously the babyface monster champion, it can work. Uh, I feel like it would have worked for Strowman, and where Strowman would have been the exception, Nia Jax is the rule in this case. Um, where do you guys see happening here? Honestly, I, I'm not going to be surprised if it's just a squash match, you know, a la Daniel Bryan, uh, Sheamus. Um, I, I mean, I cannot, how can anybody realistically see Alexa Bliss getting any, like, off, like, Nijak should not be selling for Alexa Bliss. <laughs> and um, I'm sure they'll try and do some shenanigans with, like, Mickey James trying to help Alexa. But at this point, it's like... This is like this is not the match I would have done. Like they had Sasha and Bailey. Like they're ready. Doing, they're doing this Sasha Bailey rivalry for a pre-show battle royal. That should have been the Raw Women's title match. Instead, we're getting Elizabeth and Nia Jax. And even if it's not a squash match, it's not probably going to be very good or long. Yeah, if they if they end up going like ten minutes, fifteen minutes, like that could be really bad. It could be like. You know, if, if they go over eight minutes, they have gone way too fucking long. But like at that moment, they would have known they fucked up. Yeah, and like, and if they go three minutes, the crowd will revolt because that crowd is is will be partisan towards Alexa, and they will feel like she has gotten slighted, sh- slighted, and shit. She, you know, they have shortchanged her, and like we've seen what happens when you know people's favorites get shortchanged at WrestleMania like it, it, you know it can alter the course of WWE history right. yeah. it can yeah. actually fuck around and make you the top star in the company I mean yeah. what else right. more can they give Bliss I mean first woman to win the Raw yeah. Smackdown's titles I mean they've given her all these accolades already like and uh, something else too we gotta think about looming over kind of both of these women's matches is Carmella with the Money in the Bank briefcase glad you brought that up um, and I know she did a win on Smackdown but there's been like a lot of talk and speculation and rumors that potentially she could cash in on the Raw side as well right so I mean there's both these women's matches I mean um, I, if they are going to do a cash-in and want to put the belt on Carmella, I would rather them, I guess, do it on the Raw side. I mean, the belt's already on Bliss, who's not that great in the ring. Just put it on Carmella, who's also not that great in the ring. Just, I guess, keep the Raw <laughs> women's title as the B Women's title of the WWE. But if 
they, you know, decide to mess around and have her cash in on Asuka Charlotte after that match, that's not going to be good. Yeah. Especially if you end the, end the night with Carmella and Alexa Bliss as both is your women's champions. Oh, my God. Like, that's not a good look at all. Um, I mean, honestly, like, I wouldn't be upset with a failed cash-in attempt. Like, <laughs> she finally cashes in and she just eats the L because... I don't know what they were thinking with both their Money in the Bank winners this year, but they were both horrible choices. Um, and with Carmella, like, if they really wanted to push her, like, give her some in-ring time, give her segments, like, clearly you know she needs to get better in the ring. Well, the only way you get better is to have matches. I'm sure she does stuff on the house shows, but she needs one-on-one matches on TV with girls like um, Becky Lynch and Charlotte. Well, and, and you can also be, condition the honestly, audience to accept even, her in that role. That, she wouldn't even have matches on the house shows. Like, mm. you go through a profile DB? Uh-huh. She wouldn't even have matches on the house shows. Like, the, I was talking to the, talking, because um, Carlos, Carl from, uh, from, um, SFC Podcast. Where up, Carl? Is, um, is with us, um, in this trip. And we got on talking about, about how, like, you know, like, I appreciate how good Vince can be with his um with the, like on regular pay per views. How he can be with his top two feuds that mm-hmm. he's trying to sell pay per view on, and occasionally tries the a four three. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But like his top two two feuds are always hitting on something. And but with five hours being way too much time to be doing weekly television for live live television, let alone for fucking wrestling, mm-hmm. um, things fall through the cracks with him and like. You're sitting here watching it, and you're just like, I just wish this shit could be better. But, like, I understand how hard it is, and it has to be hard just to be this good, let alone, like, you know, whatever else. Five hours is fucking brutal. But when you have five hours, like, you got to get people that you're trying to build or try to get better, like, time to do that. You know, like, they want to hire all these people that, like, they don't want to hire every indie person in the world. And I understand that because you want, you know, you want to have your own imprint on people or else try to make all the people that you think you can turn into something. But, like, if you want them to turn into something, you got to give them reps. Yeah. Like, and and we talked about Carmella and, you know, the money in the bank thing. And it's like, well, if you're going to do this, like, and give them money in the bank, like, push her. Like, or, you know, give her a match and let her be in people's face. And do it expeditiously. Like, right. And, like, you look at, you, and I said to them, like, you look at her like her her match listing over you know since she won money in the bank like she hasn't been doing shit on the house shows or on TV none right. of that and it's like how is this person supposed to get better how is this person supposed to get over character to get over like when she eventually does try to cash in and fail or succeed and go from there with her career like and I understand like it's it's quote unquote just Carmella but like that's a like in the like in the macro no, it doesn't matter that it's just Carmella in the macro. It doesn't make that big. It's not that big of a deal or whatever else. Like that's you know that's really far down the card. But like when you look at these things on a micro level and see like how they mismanaged a lot of people or whatever. Hell, they mismanaged a the guy they want to make the fucking uh, they want to get the keys to. Yeah. Right. By deciding like oh yeah like putting Daniel Bryan on a on a fucking SmackDown on a Tuesday in a casket match is worth potentially damaging our top baby face the guy we want to make the future of our company for the next decade. That's what they did. Yeah. And you look at it in the micro, it's like, granted, they're not they're not WC, like in the words of uh, Brian Overs, they're not W fucking CW. They're not huh. they're not going to shut down. Not gonna, they're not losing eighty seven million dollars in a year or some shit like that. That's right. not happening. They keep making more hand, money hand over fist. The problem is they keep doing all these small things. They're not focused on small things like they used to, or even like they were better at or whatever. 
and it because there's five hours of television and shit exposes and, and, itself. You, and you sit here and you watch it and you're just like and it's a bummer because you just wish the shit could be better more or be consistently better like it ain't horrible it ain't awful but sometimes shit just grates on you about like how things fall through the cracks and then like they, and then like they go through things and then stuff, stuff happens and you're like well, how the hell did this happen? And you look back and you're like, well, because they fucked this up and this up and this up and they should have known this was going to happen. It's like, well, maybe, maybe not. But like, as far as the back end, how things are going to go so badly. But it's like, well, all the indicators, you look back at it, you see all the indicators of why things were unsuccessful. And it's like, and you see it happening in real time. Other times you're like, well, maybe it'll happen. You, you kind of be, you know, give a benefit of the doubt, right? As far as like, things won't be, they won't fuck this up. Let's and then see how it ends up. And then, yeah, and then, you know, Six or seven times out of ten, they end up fucking it up. It's it's a bummer. Like this Carmella thing is a bummer. Yeah. Um. Let's talk about the um, tag team matches. Um, Braun Strowman and a mystery partner against the Bar. Speaking of people falling through the cracks. Yeah. Um, Braun Strowman, a guy that was looking like he was about to headline this fucker. Yeah. And he's in a throwaway tag team match for the belts. Hey, hey, at least he's on the main card this year. Correct. That man was on the pre was on the honor drive memorial battle royal last year. Yeah. He went from being in the main event of pay per view into being in the Eliminated five guys. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know what you're saying. Yeah. No, last year he yeah, was in yeah, the main yeah. event of the previous pay per view and then WrestleMania time comes and like he's off the show. Just And just, then he's back in the main event following WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, if, like Vince has a real talent. Like, that talent is that man's a magician. He was able to make a he was able to make a six eight three hundred and fifty pound man disappear. Yes, yes, um, right before your eyes. And also the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championship, the Usos versus the New Day, and the Bludgeon Brothers. I have a feeling that it's going to be announced as a ladder match. Um, Hope it is. I'm so happy to see the Usos on the card. I'm wearing my Uso shirt today. I I'll be wearing it around New Orleans. I, I would have bought a, uh, I would have bought a New Day shirt. However, um, um, I don't. I, the Voodoo O's, I thought it was kind of corny, so I mm. don't know. But and I don't want to do the unicorn. The unicorn. We're all in the unicorn either. It's kind of weird too. So, but next shirt, like when they when they come out with the right shirt, I'm gonna get it. I think this is a threat to steal the show. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. these guys have been mishandled on the big four pay reviews pretty much their whole run. Yeah, these teams are so good, so great. You see the stuff they produce anytime they're in the room together. I mean, even like Harper and Rowan too. I mean, Rich, we were both at Battleground. What was that twenty fourteen? I know it's twenty fourteen because I watched that shit in Baltimore all on my phone. Yeah, yeah we see, we see what Harper and Rowan. I mean, you know, Rowan's not the best, but I mean. When he's with Harper, they're they're a great big man team. But yeah, all three of these teams could prove like they can have great matches with each other. And they on Big Four, they've been screwed over and over and over and over again. So it's great to finally see them get some shine. And you know, it's hoping that they're actually given the time to have a match that could steal the show. Now, yeah. um, <coughs> am I the only one that selfishly wants? Um, the Usos to lose so they can go to Raw and then like Roman can be part of the Uso Penitentiary. Oh my god. That and, would and, be- and we can have Hill like I, I desperately want Hill Reigns. Like this just you know or in order you know they can be the new version a second very version of yeah. the Shield because like they've already screwed the Shield thing up. Like oh chances my god. are chances are like two cousins aren't really hurt like that. So like 
they can do this whole thing and whatever else, and they can kind of be faced or whatever. Because people really like the Usos. They've been they've been so good over this past year. Yeah. So I'll give you this. You know, the only way that they can do that, right? And I don't think this will happen because I feel like Dean Ambrose is headed for another character alignment when he comes back. Right. But it needs to be by the time they get Survivor Series. Roman Reigns, the Usos, Rollins, and, and uh, Ambrose as one Survivor Series team. <laughs> like, <laughs> I fucking love that. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that one, but yeah, that would be cool. I mean, I think I think the Bludgeon Brother, Bludgeon Brothers, gonna win the titles here. I mean, they've been mm-hmm. building them up for months now. That, yeah, yeah. That that match, like that that match, interrupted that beatdown. That was great. And yeah. then, like everything they've done with them, as far as like making them like monsters, like you know, oh yeah, you think he's a rubber mallets? All right, yeah, they're real. <laughs> yeah, so, wow. Yeah, yes. Um, dance into the ring steps. Happy to see the Uzos on the card, and this is huge for them because they've gone on record uh, saying how much it means to them. They we, they don't have to worry about hurting the card, as they once <laughs> said. They're going to try to steal this motherfucker now, and. One point I just want to make real quick, and I find it very interesting because there's been this whole debate like whether the pre-show is a part of WrestleMania. It's all one big thing. Well, I think we got our answer. The company itself has said that the Usos have never been on WrestleMania. Yeah. Which means you're on the pre-show. <laughs> it's a whole different ballgame than being on the main card. And also, like, if you go back up through the history, like, Guys don't get like cuts of the uh, the, of the WrestleMania DVD and stuff. Right. Ask, ask yeah, Devil of Austin Aries how their WrestleMania 33. Uh, they gonna be like what? Ask look, Ambrose. Look, right. they, look, they gonna be like what WrestleMania match? Right. Yeah. They'll be like WrestleMania 33. I wasn't. I wasn't on that card. Yeah. So the company itself has told us on TV. Yep. You know, because we know it's on TV. They have told us that this is. The pre-show is not the main card. You are not... If you are on the pre-show, you are not considered a part of, you know, being on actual... You are not an active participant. Right. Yeah. And that's WrestleMania kickoff. You are on the kickoff show. You are not on WrestleMania. But this <laughs> is the Usos' first main WrestleMania match. Yeah. And when you go back to later watch this on the uh, WWE Network, the you know, you know what the first match will be? It will not be... The Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. It will not be the WrestleMania Women's Battle Royal or the or Cedric Alexander versus Mustafa Ali. It will be whatever they choose, and I think it's going to be this match. It's going to be the Miz versus Seth Rollins and Finn Balor. You like that transition, don't you? That shit was clean. Like, yeah. So Intercontinental Championship. Seth Rollins has been, in my opinion, the WWE in-ring performer of the year thus far. Um, going against Finn Balor, these guys had a um, knockdown, dragout match last Monday. James, as you said, they provided the receipts. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, and it was funny because, like, I say that, and then uh, you know, because I watched uh, Raw on um, delays. I didn't actually watch it. I was doing um, Jeremy show with yeah. them because they don't really fuck with WWE like that. So. Um, I would later watch it and say, like, this match is great. And I said to myself, wow, they put these two on, and they went out there, and they busted their ass, and they had themselves, a, like, a four-star four, four star match. So I thought to myself, hmm, it's almost as if, like, they had the match that they would have had if Miz was not around, given that amount of time. And then, like, whatever happens at WrestleMania, and, I, and for the record, I think that match is going to be great. Um, that's the match I have the least concerns about. Mm-hmm. Um 
because Miz knows how to play his role. But it's almost like as if like, all right, this match ain't like hitting like how y'all thought it was going to hit. Then like, can't say it wasn't us because if, yeah. if you want to pop it up, if you want to, if you want to go to WWE Network or go on Hulu or whatever else, go to the six days ago. Yeah, and, and you, you see you can see the match we would have gave if it was just you know us. Just but, us. But you know, I don't. I was saying that just be funny and give you a dig about Miz. But like, I personally think this match is going to be good. I think it's going to be one of the. This, I feel like there, there are certain contenders to be match of the night. Um, if this was a bad WrestleMania, if this was, is it going, if this is going to be a bad WrestleMania, um, as far as match quality, this has this makes it a contender to be one of the best matches, be the best match of the night. Like I think that if this is the best match of the night, this is a bad WrestleMania. Um, but it doesn't necessarily mean anything about that match. I think like they're gonna have a four star match. And mm-hmm. like a bunch of other stuff, so it's like a, you know, a bunch of other stuff just doesn't hit like it's supposed to, right? So like that's so I think it has an outside chance, but I hope it doesn't because that means it would be a better many. Yeah, um, the U.S. title. If Rusev wasn't in this, would you care? No. Or do you care now? Even I mean, I want Rusev to win. I mean, Rusev Day is so over, and Rusev, no matter what, he's, he's so good. So hilarious. Rusev like, Day Chance breaking out on uh, like, Canal on Street. Canal Street. And like. Breaking out on Raw. Yeah. Bingo. He's Break, not there. Breaking out at. Breaking out at NXT Largo. Breaking out at Ring of Honor. Yeah. Yeah. For Rusev Day Chance to bring it out. Dude, Ring of Honor crowd, like, those are like the smarkiest, like, indie fans. And like, they're doing Rusev Day Chance, like, you know it's over. And, um, Did you guys hear about that story that supposedly um, Rusev asked for his release, and this was a way to pacify him by throwing him in this match? I did not hear that, but that's very interesting. Okay, mm-hmm. I, I like I came across a headline that he had asked for his release, like essentially, like y'all ain't doing shit with me, right? I'm essentially, <coughs> excuse me, I'm I'm hot, I'm selling merch. Why the fuck am I in this battle royal, essentially? Right. And. You know, as the story goes, it was quote unquote changed, and he was thrown into uh, this match. And I don't know, man. Like it's kind of bittersweet for me, like seeing Rusev wrestling for the United States title again, right? He's back where he started literally four years ago, right? Which is same was funny because like that's the, the same story. Thing, that's the same thing for Roman too. Yeah. Same thing. Look, hell, same thing for for uh, Rousey and Hunter and Stephanie. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It with Rusev, it's like well. If he loses, can he like just step past the U.S. title scene, or does he need to like kind of earn his way in the mid card again? What do you guys think? Nah, because he's already in the mid card right fucking now. So yeah. like, and he already earned. So like, what, like you know, like done, done at all. Like yeah. either you know, give this start, giving this guy a run, like um, start giving this guy a run and put him in a, a main event or two, or <coughs> or or move him to another brand. Um, Randy Orton, he's the defending United States champion yep. here. Uh, he was the defending WWE champion last year. Yep. I feel like Randy Orton, that, that title reign and title run was a complete aberration. Yeah. should have never happened. It was yeah, like... They had to reward that man for getting his you know, head busted the white meat yes. on SummerSlam. Yes. Um, and it doesn't really make sense in the context of his career now. Uh, if he just immediately drops to the U.S. title scene like a year later. And... If Orton loses here, um, do you think there's future value in him uh, at the top level again, James? Not as a babyface. Yeah. Like, there's still always the, the hill one Randy Orton. You, you know, you, you do that. Like, he's always been a better hill than a babyface. But 
Um, it just depends on what you want to do and, and what the direction is for SmackDown and, you know, how committed they are to SmackDown after this brand, or after the, uh, the, the switch up in the roster flip up they do. So, yeah, like they can always turn them in. Um, now, Jinder Mahal was the WWE champion for Six months way months, fucking too long. Um, and now he's uh, settling into the United States championship uh, role. What do you guys make of uh, what he's done uh, essentially before Fastlane to, to stir the drink of this whole feud and um, him settling into that, possibly being the mid-card champion now? Uh, has he done a good job? Should he just jump off a cliff still? Um, what do you think, Jeremy? Yeah, thing, man. Like, I've not been down with gender. We'll never be down with gender. Like, this is like if they want to do something with him, he should have been like elevated to the mid card first. Like, what's happening now is what should have happened over the summer. And then, if you want to try a WWE title, go that way. Look, what, look. Had he had all this shit in place last summer, right now, like, wouldn't it be in such a better position right yeah, now? It would make also a little bit more sense. But just check this out, right? They did the same thing, or a lot shorter, a lot, a lot shorter. They, in a way, they did sort of the same thing. Not, not on purpose, obviously, because who the fuck would do this on purpose? But like, we have a guy. And we want to make him the champion. We haven't done enough for this person yet. But we're going to do it anyway. anyway. <laughs> we're going to do it any fucking way. We're going to make him the champion. Um, we either we eventually change our minds or we made the person... Cha- we eventually change our minds because it wasn't going to work out that, that well. Or it, or it wasn't working out that well. And then we decide to, in the meantime, in the between time... Send him towards the U.S. Championship. Now, granted, Roman Reigns is light years beyond Jinder. <laughs> light fucking years. But it was like they decided they wanted to do something, and instead of like saying like I'm, we're going to have the, the, the patience and restraint to um, to actually take care of something, we wanted this hot shot the shit. Yeah, and the shit, and the shit right. didn't succeed. So either they had to cancel uh, the, the coronation. Or they had to say, look, we're killing SmackDown's ratings. Um, we're killing enthusiasm uh, and morale. We need to move this shit off to AJ. And then after that, they move this person on to what they shouldn't have been going after to begin with to start the run towards it. That's what your actual goal is. Like, Can you imagine in 1996, um, they just make Rock champion then. As oh, my God. Make, as opposed to making him become the, the Intercontinental Champion, why is Rocky Maivia learn how it failed, have him go to you know go away for surgery or whatever else it was, come back in a nation of domination, build himself up through there, then you know get himself hot, then like, had a few Triple H over the Intercontinental title, and then when it's time... Make him the man. Make him the man, and then like he comes out after Survivor Series 98, and he's the, he looks like a, the biggest fucking star in the world. Like... They gave it time where they could adapt and move along with according to how the crowd's like level of enthusiasm and patience for some something one to see something it was. They just said, "Fuck it, we we think he's gonna be a star. Make him a star now." Yeah, and uh, it's so weird. Something I was talking to, uh, to uh, Josh about. Um, uh, also from a few minutes ago, 
was um, just like Jinder's been wrestling for so long now. It's like it's so long. Yeah, like, how's he like fifteen years? Better? Yeah, and like he's he wrestled in Canada. Like, do you know any Canadian wrestlers that are like bad? Like, <laughs> I can't think of a, I can't think of a single bad Canadian wrestler. Like, you, know, they, you, know, they, you know how like they, they say like the weird thing that sounds kind of racial to me is like you know I ain't met a Samoan yet that can't work right. Yeah, right. yeah. Like I ain't, I ain't met a Canadian yet that can't work. Oh, oh my god. god. Even look like TNA have like a bunch of like. Canadian dudes like back in like oh two like oh five. All know. those guys are great. Like, Look, I don't know if I don't know if Canadians are better at at uh, at, at hockey or wrestling. Yeah, Shit, that's all exactly. I'm like, dude, like any Canadian wrestler I can think about. Like, you know, even guys like Johnny Levine and Johnny Swinger that were in TNA, like they were still having pretty decent matches. I'm like, Jinder's wrestled that whole Canada. Shopping. Yeah, I mean, wrestled that whole Canada territory and like. It's, doesn't have it like now like he's been wrestling for so long now it's like dude like what are you doing like he was in NXT why aren't you better he was in NXT with Seth Rollins and then when they were still right. FCW yeah. and shit and whatever yeah. else what like, how many more help do you need <laughs> like they, they're giving you the answers help he was failing he was in 3MB with with, with uh, McIntyre McIntyre gets fired or released or whatever goes to the Indies gets better comes back and he and he's where he's at, and the injury unfortunately happened. But like you saw that match with Bobby Roode, and like regardless of how you felt about it, that was a classic WWE professional main event title match um, for a for a big show. And he you know, worked that style you well. I ain't seen Jinder have a match um, that well wrestled yet. Yeah, not not a one. That being said, do we expect him to win the U.S. title, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. And he's going to too. Oh, yeah. my God. Um, like, you know what? Like, I really see what's going to happen. I feel what's going to happen is, like, they, they put the... Because of what they did a year ago when Jinder and um, and Rusev were tagging or whatever else. Back mm-hmm. when I did my road to Rusev, when I was like, you know what? I owe Rusev an apology for all the stuff for not being all in on him. Yes. But, like, because he was out here... Like in this fuck yeah with yeah. gender it's fucking terrible and it was fucking worse somehow um, bumbling idiots so they can play on that like yeah you know I you know in a year like I've surpassed you or whatever else and then like people can rally behind Rusev even though like he's already been rallied behind but like they can pretend like you know they, they, this they, is they, the official yeah, yeah you know like and they have him chase after that title you know he's successful or not whatever else but at least you gave that dude a storyline something to do as opposed to just like basically be a go out there and do utility duty for for you know ever since we beat yeah. you three years ago at WrestleMania yeah um uh we kind of like glossed over it but Braun Strowman's uh, match yeah. uh, who any guesses on who who would you like to see because I think there are three guys. Yeah, one guy is that one guy that no one's talking about because obviously why would you talk about him? But the other two, um, think you know it's Elias, Samoa Joe, Ellsworth, Neville, Neville. I mean, those are yeah people who people want. Ultimately, I think it's going to be Big Show. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, they've been talking. They've been talking about Big Show. Oh they my just god! That new, they just signed that new deal. Last views of Braun Strowman, like. The match, like I admit, the matches with Braun Strowman were kind of fire. They were, they were, they but, were kind but of fire. James, they're going to wrestle they with win, James supposed to against each other. Look, if That's they true. win, James, th- how will they ever lose? Well, it is WWE, it's like, and they have a track record of like making a tag team stars, and then they immediately break them up so they can fuel each other, and they can launch one of them to start them. 
Last night we saw an invisible man win a battle royal. So we did. We could, that could, shit was like they could find a way to beat. Oh no, <laughs> my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> yes, yes. Um, oh my gosh! But yeah, that actually will uh, wrap it up for all the main roster matches at WrestleMania. Do you guys have any thoughts on the pre-show matches? Women's battle royal. It's a, it's a shame that Sasha and Bailey are in it. They should have been having one-on-one match on the main card. Really don't expect much from that. Hopefully, Sasha Bailey gets some time to shine. Andre Battle Royal, Geeks. Geeks, geeks uh, to the left, Geeks to the right. Cedric and Ali. Geeks everywhere in sight. Yes. Yeah, Cedric and Ali, their build for that match has been great. I mean, I wish it was a smaller pay-per-view so they can be on the main card, but with the amount of stuff that's lined up on deck for the main card, like they just not spot for them. But I think their match could be very. I hope they're the main event of the pre-show. Yeah. So the majority of the crowd can actually be in there, unlike last year for like Aries and Neville. Like I was still getting into the building like halfway through that match. So hopefully they get that main event in the pre-show and get some time to shine because they've been yeah. killing it. Uh, Cedric's had some great. Ma- both of them have great matches for this whole uh, 205 tournament, and um, I think uh, it's time for Cedric uh-huh. to finally. Climb the mountain. Yeah. Like, he... I'm really excited for this match. Um, I think these guys need 20 minutes on the pre-show and let them go out there without any restriction. Just fucking run it. Let's see these flips. Let's see something that would have been at uh, Evolve or whatever. Like... And then, right. then choose who you want because Mustafa Ali has been absolutely excellent in his own right. Um, he's doing something that I almost wish uh, more wrestlers would do. This man's like turning his iPhone into like you know a movie studio and shooting these promos that are very different, different <laughs> from, from everything that we're seeing. Like you know, just just guys do. Um, and he's using social media in a way that it's easy to get behind him. Cedric has a little bit longer to go, like as far as like you know the the character and the talking department and being interesting in general. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, but, so like seventy five percent of the job. Yeah. So like, but but luckily the only thing we have to worry about WrestleMania is the match. That's so, true. Um, we've got through all true. the other stuff. That's true. Um, yeah, but I either one you can't okay. go wrong in my opinion. Okay. So um, for me, I'm I'm really excited. Like whenever I think about it, I, I kind of get giddy thinking of like the idea of on main of main roster heel Sasha Banks. Yes, and I wanted it to be done, and I wanted it to be done like almost from the from the get go. Like I never, I, like I kind of wanted her to be like she's a heel and like people hate her, but like eventually, like it gets over. She gets so over that eventually, like she has the face wrong, but they decided like not to let her play to her strengths. Which, I mean, which is kind of, you know... I heard some, the, you know, Sasha some, been shooting with the wrong hand you know, for all these years. Right. And then, you know, honestly, you look back at it because of Charlotte. Like, somebody ultimately had to be the baby face. They couldn't run a heel versus heel feud out there. And then they decided to run with Char- with um, with, Bit, with Sasha um, as the baby face. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm really interested to see, like, how, given what they've done already and, you know, some of the work that's been done, like... This might be like Sasha might be so freaking good that like she might possibly be able to resurrect Bailey. 
Oh my god! So, so, so something else for Sasha Banks um, to basically hold in people's faces when Sasha comes out here and tells y'all she's the greatest women's wrestler ever, right? And then y'all get get fucking outraged. Uh, so when Sasha Banks rolls out this list like Jericho with the um, <laughs> with the one thousand four holds, this is one more entry on that. You're saying, James, well, right? Yeah, it yeah. possibly could be, yeah. but it's like you know. We don't know who's going to turn right now, but I'm. I really, really hope that it's. It, I really, really hope that it's Sasha. I think the WrestleMania Women's Battle Battle Royal should be the the Sasha Banks versus Bailey show. Yeah, it yeah, should be I, the last two. Yep. It, it should be Shawn Michaels and the Undertaker. Yeah, it Royal should. Royal. It should be them essentially sneaking a match. Yep, right. Onto now, the card. Yep. Now, as far as the men's uh, battle royal, don't give a fuck. Yes. Yeah. So um, you want to go through these lists of names just so we can just sure. get these jokes sure. off. Yeah. So we got uh, Dash Wilder. Geek. Why I, yeah, geek. Scott Dawson. Geek. Uh, Baron Corbin. Geek. geek. Mojo Rowley. Geek. geek. Ty Dillinger. Geek. geek. When's the last time you've been on TV? Oh, this week. Last week. 10 minutes 10. Well, since then. Ain't seen him. All right. Um, Woken Matt Hardy. The Beast. Popular Geek. Yikes. Popular Geek. Geek that's over. Zack Ryder. Yeah. <laughs> geek that's over. <laughs> Zack Ryder. Uh, Dolph Ziggler. Oh, oh, geek. Hella geek. Bro, Super Re- geek. WrestleMania Super is now five Mega hours geek. long, and we still cannot find time for Dolph Ziggler to have a singles nope. match. He looks like the dumbest man in WWE for giving up the United States title, which yes. essentially would have gotten him onto the WrestleMania card. Yep. Yeah. Now he ends up in the Andre the Giant Battle Royal. It's a major plot hole in the, um, you know, the quote-unquote story Maybe of it's WWE. not a plot hole. Maybe Ziggler's just a, a self-destructive idiot. I'm with you. I'm yeah, with you. That might be his character. Um, he burns too bright. Up he, next. He, 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 he thinks too highly of himself. Yeah. His storyline. Yes. Every time. Uh, Fandango. Geek. Oh, super geek. Super geek. Tyler Breeze. Geek. Jeez, he's a bigger geek than Ziggler. He's low budget geek. Yes. He's low budget Ziggler. Like, Ziggler won't leave, so, um, <laughs> you know, Breeze can become uh, a bigger geek. <laughs> so he's stuck in smaller geek status. Um, Gold Dust. Yikes. Hall of Fame geek. Hall of Fame geek. Um, He's Slater. Geek. geek. King of the geeks. Geek of kids. Yes, yes. Geek of the kids. Geek of kids. Uh, Rhino. Yeah. Geek that's friend of Geek of kids. Yeah. Man you know. Beast geek. Yeah. Congressman geek. Yeah. Correct. Extreme geek. Zack Ryder. Oh, yeah. Woo, woo, woo. You know it. Geek. geek. <laughs> Primo Cologne. Yikes. <laughs> He's still here? Yeah. <laughs> Boy, hey, 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 I got a question. Yeah. I remember how you used to make the joke about uh, Pritchard would do the, the Stu Hart thing about, like, why does he keep bringing Ammo back? Yeah. Why did Vince keep bringing Ammo back? And he's like, you bring the big bastard. You made the big bastard back. The big rhino. You bring the rhino. Do you think Carlos Colon was like, you'll bring the same thing with his cousin? I think it's a family thing, like where Vince and Carlos Colon have such a relationship. It's like, yeah, your boys have jobs for life with me. I think the same thing, too, because, boy, that's... Because I mean, even whole, like whole lot of bad gimmicks. Yeah, like they might be, they might be like I mean, bad gimmick Hall of Famers. Yeah, they're bad gimmick Hall of Famers. Like you know, like put them in a inaugural class next. To, <laughs> put them in a inaugural class next to Bruce <laughs> the Beefcake, the like, Zodiac. Yes, yeah, Zodiac. <laughs> fucking uh, the disciple. Disciple. Oh my god! god. The shock, the shock man. That's what we need to do. The bad geek hall, uh, bad gimmick Hall of Fame. Fame. Oh, uh, your boy. Uh, it was, what was it? I can't remember which fat boy it was, but it was like. Uh, what the, tugboat, yeah, tugboat oh, was God. also uh, who what was he also turned into? The shock master, shock master. It was also another one he had. Um, what is it? Was he Hakeem? 
No, that, no. that's just, that's one man gang. Yeah, one man gang had a bunch of bad gimmicks too. It was one man gang and Akeem. Um, Tugboat is um, Tugboat, and he's also Fred Ottman was his name, and right. he Shock was also the Shockmaster. Um, so let's see, we have Kane on the list. Oh. Another Hall of Fame. I mean, there's, there's another, another person with a, with a Hall of Bad Gimmicks, and it was all by having the same the same uh, person. He never changed, but he kept having bad gimmicks. Pol- political geek. Yes, political geek. Yeah. Kurt Hawkins. Geek. Oh, yeah. Will he, can, can he He's break the streak? He's a Goldberg of geeks. Look, yeah. can he break the streak? What if he wins this shit and he breaks the streak? Oh, my God. Uh, and then goes on a winning streak. No, not even a winning streak. Just he breaks it just because. Yes. Goes back, and, goes and, back and, to losing. Right yeah, right, yeah, right back to business. Um, so, Sheldon Benjamin. Um, they ain't never did they, shit with him. They geeks. Yeah, they didn't, um, couldn't even couldn't even un- sniff a time. Unfortunately, a geek. Um, Chad Gable. Another unfortunately, ta- another talented, unfortunate geek. geek. Look, we're not saying these dudes aren't talented. Just some are hella talented. Um, but they geeks. Yeah, they geeks. Geeks assemble. And finally, the last one, Aiden English. Yikes. <sighs> Woo, that Andre uh, Giant stop, Battle Royal. Sing, 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 a hype man geek. Yes. Um, ghetto, yeah. ghetto geek. He's yes. he's a new he's WWE Slaver Flav right now. Oh my, oh my god. god. Um <laughs> so, oh, he's yeah. not a he's not a he's not a I mean he's not a geek that brings out that brings out uh, the essentially Chuck D. Yeah. He's one of the illest. Like yeah. Russo, Russo, one of the illest right now. Yeah, I feel you. I feel yeah. you, man. Um so in the women's match, um we have Sasha Banks, obviously star. Um, Becky Lynch, star ish. Yeah, star ish. Star ish. Like, fans still think she's a star. WWE, uh, WWE doesn't. doesn't. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Liv Morgan, geek. Yeah. Um, Naomi. Naomi. They like Mick Carter. Mick Carter. Mick Carter. Mick Carter. Um, if there's such a thing for women's vision, yeah. she'd be Mick Carter. Uh, Natalia. Mick Carter. Uh, Ruby Riot. Mick Carter. Sarah Logan. Geek. 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 Uh, Bailey. Mick Carter. Yeah. Lana. Geek. But she'll get the Rusev Day chance. Yeah. yeah, she will. Yay. They're chanting my wife. They're chanting my significant other's name. Yeah. They don't do that for dudes. <laughs> uh, Mandy Rose. Geek. geek. Fine. I know, yeah. Really fine, geek. Um, <laughs> looks the part all-star. Yes. Yeah, whole thing. Looks, looks the part Hall of Famer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. I can't believe you said that over there. Yes. Uh, I don't think we've ever said that over there. <laughs> Even us. Uh, Sonya Deville. Geek. Mid Carter. Kind of. She's geek aspiring for the mid card. Yeah. Correct. Uh, Mickey James. Living legend. Mid card. Mid card. Yeah, Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. Hall of Famer. But she's going to come out here and do all the, do all the cheating and installing for, uh, for Alexa. Uh, Alexa. Yeah. Carmella. Geek with, with a briefcase. briefcase. Uh, corporate, corporate geek. Yeah. Uh, and Dana Brooke. Oh, super geek. Might be the biggest geek at the whole. Fle- flexing geek. Yeah, flexing geek. Um, so yeah, those the, are the worst. Yeah, the worst. Th- those are all the announced ones. Of course, I believe there's going to be some NXT uh, folks that are yeah. in it yeah. as I well. Mean, look at the ones battle roll. Kyrie was in it. So was um, Ember. Um, I imagine maybe there's a chance that they put you know the possible. NXT Women's Champion Shannon Baszler in there as well. Yeah, I'd be, wouldn't be surprised to see um, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. Yeah, um, there's just word that she might be that, that duo might come up soon. Yeah, be Mean Girls. Yeah, but that's pretty much going to wrap up our WrestleMania preview. Yeah, really cool. 
Sorry. That's going to wrap up our WrestleMania preview. Thank you, Athlete. I heard you. Um, thank you guys for listening. Um, make sure you um, leave us a rating and review and uh, on everywhere, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, and make sure you guys check out the Rick and Clive show. Also, they dropped their WrestleMania preview recently. Uh, we've been plugging you guys, uh, Rick and Clive, heavily. To I ran into a, a guy named Jordan from the UK. Uh, if he's listening, what's up, Jordan? Um, and I told him, you know, we got you, you guys make us sound so much cooler, uh, Rick and Clive. Like we have Scottish affiliates out yeah. there, so yeah. they know Hitman. Yeah, you know. Um, and Jeremy, um, Mr. Na- we're, you know, we're, we're Mr. International. We're, yeah. we, we're, we've done pit, we've pit bulled this shit. Yes. We're international out here. Yes. And the Outsiders Edge is, we'll be returning with, um, Rance and Carl and Jeremy. Let us know where we can, um, find you and, and talk, talk your shit, bro. Yeah. So you can follow us on Twitter at KI Strong Style, the brand Social Suplex at Social Suplex. I'm at Jeremy L. Donovan. Uh, Keeping a strong style drops every Tuesday. Uh, next week, young boy and I will be talking about Supercard of Honor and all the New Japan stars that we met and saw this WrestleMania weekend. We appreciate all the love you guys have been giving us. The show has been doing like above our expectations, and we just really appreciate everybody listening to our show and all the shows on the Social Suplex Podcast Network. So keep downloading, check out everybody's shows, and you know help us get over. Yeah, man. James, you got any uh, final thoughts before we uh, wrap this shit up and go get this uh, uh, Brother Barbecue? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no. I got nothing else. Uh, excited for what's left of the weekend. Excited for WrestleMania. Um, please don't fuck it up. Yep. And it, it's my birthday on Monday, so maybe we'll be back with another show tomorrow. Um, yeah, and, and I, I plan on celebrating, uh, and I'll be documenting that whole process look out for the uh video footage to come soon from this trip uh we're sitting here and like our brother uh, caleb baldwin is just sitting at the oh, table yeah. with us shout, as well. shout out to caleb baldwin he's doing some great work on socialsuplex.com with his uh report of honor and impact report so if you're a ring of honor fans or impact wrestling fans check out caleb's work really great stuff he had a preview for supercard of honor that we're going to tonight Check it out. All it's on the main page, socialsuplex.com. For sure, man. And this is Rich. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, if this is your first time listening, if this is something you've been listening to, uh, we appreciate you checking in with us all the time. And enjoy WrestleMania. Uh, enjoy NXT. We did not preview that, uh, but we will be dropping a full review for that as well, probably in conjunction with our New Orleans trip stuff. Um, and remember, we fuck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Say bye, Caleb. Goodbye. Oh, my gosh. Thank you for listening to One Nation Radio. We'll see you next time. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.